If you're an attorney that struggles with getting home in time for dinner or taking a vacation without your cell phone and your laptop attached to your hip, or maybe you just can't figure out why you don't make more money based on your education level and the service that you give to your clients. Maybe you're an attorney who wonders, why can't my law firm operate without my constant presence? Or finally, maybe you're thinking to yourself, I wonder if I can ever retire from my firm. Maybe I'm gonna have to work right to my dying day like so many other attorneys before me have done. Well, hi, my name is Richard James and I created EA Nation so that you could learn how to build a law firm that supports your lifestyle as compared to undermining your lifestyle. EA Nation stands for Entrepreneurial Attorney Nation and we join together with other like-minded entrepreneurial attorneys to unpack the secrets to how to do just that. And I wanna help you build your law firm better one system at a time. So without further ado, let's get started with this next episode. So welcome to today's interview with an expert. I'm so excited about today's content. Uh, we're going to be covering a very important topic as we move into this truly virtual world that we live in. We all are aware of the social media needs that are out there and, and we can no longer ignore it. Even if you don't want Facebook chat, you know, blipping on your phone and giving you those dopamine clicks of the little likes and the number ones up in the corner in red numbers. Even if you're not into that, you have to recognize that social media is here to stay. It's a platform or platforms that require content. In addition, the internet as a whole requires content and, and understanding how to put that content together in a way that's going to be useful is a very important skill. And today we're going to be talking about the use of video. There's lots of ways to create content. Video is without a doubt the most powerful and many of my members as I've gone through the years are unsure about exactly what video should look like, how it should be scripted, exactly how it should be used afterwards. And today we're gonna to be talking to one of our in-house experts, Cara Pryor from James Publishing. Not only is Cara a good friend, I consider her and Jim, the owner of that company, good friends. Uh, we've been together from the very beginning, but I, but more importantly, I, I've recognized Cara as somebody who actually understands at a very deep level what the needs of a small business owner, namely, a law firm owner requires, what it is that they need to move the needle, whether it's moving the needle to gain more referrals or to understand how to implement content into their practice or, or how to take that content and now create it into a video format. And they've created a wonderful platform for, for members to be able to use but today isn't about selling, today's about education. So I asked Cara to come on and share some of her knowledge with you and really walk alongside you and give you what it is you need. So you can walk off this call today and you're actually gonna have usable content that you can take and figure out how to do it yourself. Of course, if you don't wanna do it alone, there's always the opportunity to call Cara and her team and I'm sure they'll, they'll help you facilitate taking the next step to doing business with them. But today, strap in and really get ready to take some great notes because we're going to be going down this path of the proper use of transforming content into video. So, Cara, are you with me? With you. Thanks, Rich. That was great. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you so much for being here. And I know you're on the West Coast. I'm on the East Coast. So we got in both sides of the country covered. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself, you know, your company, maybe your family, whatever you want to share, and then we can start breaking into the content. I'll let you drive your slides and I'll just be here to ask questions as it makes sense as we go through. Sound good? Yes, sounds great. Thank you. Thank you. And, and I do appreciate that. So I'm Cara Pryor. I'm the president of James Publishing. I'm also the founder of our marketing amplifier system. 
you know, we really, if, if, if you're not familiar with James Publishing, we've been a legal book publisher for 40 years. This is our 41st year in business. So content is really what we hang our hat on here. We have a team of in-house attorney editors that we're always working to create content, not only, you know, to help guide attorneys through cases, of course, but also really to provide consumer facing content to help you attract and educate your your prospects and your clients as well. So uh, I've been with James for this is uh, eight years now. Uh, before that, I was a professional journalist, uh, primarily working uh, in business journalism. I uh, was a writer for Entrepreneur Magazine for a long time. I traveled around the country really interviewing startup, pretty high profile startup founders. And that really kind of, um, you know, is where my, my deeply ingrained um, sort of uh, interest in marketing lies. I live in Huntington Beach, uh, Southern California. It's a balmy, I'll say it's a balmy 75 here today. We're, we're lucky today. It's nice. Uh, I have two young boys, two and five. They keep us very busy. They're very active. And I'm super excited to talk to you guys today about video, about content, and how really easy it is to get started. That's what I want to kind of convey today. So let me share my screen. Let me know if you can see it. Perfect. You can see those slides. Okay. Yes, ma'am. All right, good. So, you know, we're calling us how to create and promote effective legal videos. And, and as Rich says, right. I mean, uh, videos, they're, they're not really a nice to have anymore. They're, they're really a critical piece of your law firm's overall marketing, overall branding strategy, really as critical as your website, truly. So letting prospective clients meet you on your website, learn about you, learn about your approach, see how you've handled similar cases in the past. It's the best way to distinguish yourself from the competition, the most effective, the most efficient, the most really affordable way to do that is, is through video. So uh, let's talk about what we'll cover today. And if you have any questions in the chat, feel free to, you know, just submit those. We'll, we'll, we'll certainly answer those. And I'm sure Rich will have uh, some, some things to add throughout. So feel free to just add those to the chat. So the best way really to stand out is through custom video. It's, it's also certainly a great way to build trust, familiarity with your prospects, right? So during the session, I'm gonna show you a lot of examples. So there'll be an example packed session because I think that's really the best way to kind of inspire you if you're just getting started. I can show you some good examples. I'll show you some topic examples, stuff you can just take from this presentation and use today. That's kind of our goal. So we'll certainly uh, tell you how to use custom videos to tell the stories of your past cases, use video to sort of explain what brought you to the law, your approach as an attorney, who you are as a person, right? How to provide some helpful information about how a prospect's matter will be handled. That's, that's super important. And certainly answer common questions you would get from prospects and new clients. So we'll then cover some easy ways to promote these videos. Once you have them created, have, you know, creating the videos, that's, you know, most of the battle, but we certainly need some eyeballs on these videos to make all of it worthwhile, right? Yeah, I love that you're going to really break into this idea of telling stories, right? So there, there's the next slide. So I'm not going to spoil the fun for you, but I, I think that's so powerful. And it's it's so oftentimes missed for owners of small law firms where they, they want to stick to the facts or the frequently asked questions. And stories are what really make the difference. Absolutely, Rich. And it, and it can be the easiest content to create, right? You're telling 
the, the, the stories of your past cases. So, you know, if you're going to create one category of video, I would actually recommend it be this, it'd be, you know, stories of your past cases that you've handled. So it's important, you know, as I say in the slide, persuade prospects that you specifically have the knowledge, you have the talent to handle their legal matter, not the attorney down the street, but why you're specifically suited to handle, to handle their need. And showing them past cases or transactions just like theirs is such a wonderful way of doing this. I always recommend each video should cover just one case. So one video covering one case, ideally the, the past case should sort of unfold in maybe a, a one and a half to, to three minute story told in chronological order. So think about it, the larger your collection of videos covering varying fact patterns, covering a variety of legal manners that you've handled, the better your odds of matching one with a prospect situation, right? So the idea here, let's grow up, let's develop kind of a growing collection of past case videos with varying fact patterns so that prospect can come to your site, watch you discuss a legal matter that may be very similar to the situation that, that they're experiencing. So, um, Ideally, you know, like everything, you kind of create a process out of this. So you'll kind of get in the habit of shooting these videos every time a case concludes that has a fact pattern that you haven't yet added to your video library, right? So just make it part of the process and, and it'll happen. Um, so examples, yeah, go ahead. So I was just going to say the, 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 like the reason why behind this, right, is, and we're, we, we're going to spend more time of this in the Partners Club event in March, but really, you know, you want to attract a certain type of client avatar, right? We, we all know the type of clients that we want, that are our favorite type of clients. And when you can tell a story about what you just went through, obviously anonymously, unless you have the permission of the client to actually tell the story, but anonymously in a way that makes the person that's listening to it go, oh my gosh, I'm going through that exact same thing, right? That's my story. I can't believe, what are they sleeping under my bed at night? How do they know what my life is like right now? What I'm going through right now. And so, and so when you can get to that emotional, you know, the hell that the prospect went through and the heaven that you delivered them to by solving their problem, it's just so overwhelmingly powerful for you to be able to attract the right type of client avatar. Agreed? That's right. It's a wonderful way to screen out, right? I mean, when you think about it, you're going to be talking about the type of case that you want to attract as well, right? So it's just a natural way of, of really kind of aligning that and, and um, you know, attracting the type of case that you can help and that you want to help. Um, so let me show some examples. I'll show some examples kind of throughout just sort of brief clips of, of videos just to give you some inspiration, but I think it's really kind of the best way for you to understand what I'm talking about. Um, and I think the first one, actually, this is, uh, this is from Michael Packard, who I think is on this call right now, I think. Um, but this is a, a great example of a past case video we recently shot for him. I'll play part of it for you now, and then we'll talk about it briefly. How did drone footage save our case? Let me tell you. My name is Michael Packard, and I'm an attorney here in San Antonio, Texas, and I help people who've been injured in car wrecks. My client was approaching 281 at an intersection that was under construction. When my client turned right, she entered into a protected right lane and was rear-ended from a vehicle that had been swerving around. Okay, so, you know, we actually shot this video over Zoom. What we're doing right now, we used Zoom to shoot this video, which is how we keep our shoots efficient and affordable. We eliminate travel, keep the shoot under an hour, 
little prep is needed and you can do the same thing. You really can. So, you know, we, we then, you know, supplement with some storytelling slides. Sometimes we add some stock footage, some text call outs that isn't absolutely necessary. And I'll show you some examples of more stripped down versions, but you know, you can do the same thing or you can find someone at Upwork, you know, to help you with this editing. So I, I say this because you don't need to spend tens of thousands of dollars to create effective videos. Rich and I were talking about this briefly before this session. It's, that's so important to remember. I mean, during the pandemic, we really have grown quite accustomed to seeing our nation's top officials, you know, national news anchors coming to us through Zoom type, you know, quality videos. So this is, I, I think that's a huge benefit to you now, you know, as a small law firm owner that you don't, in fact, you know, sometimes the overproduced videos, uh, it takes a little bit of that authenticity away, right? So let me let me just show you one more uh, How did example, drone excuse me, one more example of past case video. I want to show two because these are so compelling. Um, this one is, uh, well, I'll just, I'll just show it to you and then we'll, and then we'll talk about it. Imagine walking into a store unassisted just to get a few items, but you don't leave that store without your life being changed. Because immediately when you enter, you fall on a negligently maintained premises, breaking your hip, and you have to leave in a gurney. That's what happened to this client. I once represented an elderly lady who had slipped and fell. I mean, look at that quality. We shot that on Zoom. So that's not, it's not, you know, you because I'm I'm kind of reinforcing this because I get that question a lot. Well, you know, is it is it okay to you know is is the, is the quality you know high enough? Yes, I mean, if certainly you can you could invest in a hundred dollar webcam that would help a lot, you know. But outside of that, you know, Zoom is such a wonderful tool, or something similar. So you know, such a wonderful tool, and you can see how compelling these past case videos can be to your prospects who want to hear you talk about a matter you've handled in the past that may be similar to, to what they're experiencing. And if you put yourself in the shoes of your prospect, they're looking for help, honestly, with a pretty unnerving situation that they likely know very little about. So the more you can kind of bring down those walls, start establishing that trust, conveying your caring, the more you're going to distinguish yourself. And, and of course, you know, the way to do that is- Imagine walking into- Excuse me. So I have a question. The yeah. in that particular case, do you? And if, by the way, if you're going to answer any of these questions later, just tell me to put it in the parking lot, and we'll cover it later. Okay. But um, when it comes to backgrounds and things of that nature, was that his actual background, or was that a green screen? Let me make. Sure. I mean, maybe you don't know specifically, but I'm just so, curious. So generally, generally, we're not using green screens. So very good. Uh, yeah. So that's what I would recommend. You know we just something simple, something that's not distracting. Uh, and I don't like, we don't like those virtual uh, Zoom backgrounds either with a little bit of movement that can look really wonky. So, you know, e even just a, a, a plain background, you know, is great. Make sure that you're, you know, situated sort of, you know, at an appropriate distance from your webcam, you're looking up slightly into the webcam, right? A lot of these little tricks, make sure that there's some good lighting. I have a ring light on, look, let me, let me turn this off. See how different it looks. This is a $25 Amazon ring light, right? So just, you know, investing in some of these things, getting the me, highest me quality too. raw footage. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. exactly. And, and it's, it's literally 25 bucks from Amazon. Yeah. I've got other fancy lights that'll do the backlighting a little bit. And I'm using a maybe a little bit more expensive camera. 
yep. but you don't need it, right? Yeah. You, you, but you know, a little, all these little ups, they're not hugely expensive. And like you said, you know, you could invest in a couple of these upgrades for pennies compared to what you, you used to have to pay some of the video producing companies out there to produce a single video for you, right? So, and then you get to own that equipment free and clear forever and you use it over and over and over again. Right. I even recommend, you know, some of the attorneys we work with, they have actually a dedicated workspace in their office where, you know, it's just a laptop. It's, you know, they have the light there. They have the external microphone, if it's a Yeti or, you know, lapel mic, and it's all set up so that they can just sit down whenever they hear a common question from a prospect that, you know, I want to record this. I want to sit down and, and dedicate five minutes to this. You know, you don't have to worry about kind of, you know, setting up the, the background, setting up the lighting, have it all there. That's, that's a good shortcut too, if you have, uh, if you have space for that. Okay, so, uh, you know, Rich, I frequently hear from attorneys too when I talk about shooting these past case videos. Well, you know, those sound great, but, you know, maybe I don't have many or any past cases to talk about. So, I mean, if that's the case, maybe you recently opened your firm or maybe you entered a new practice area, which became quite common during the pandemic, right? Maybe you pivoted and just don't, you, you, you don't have many past cases. You can certainly use cases in the news or hypotheticals rather than actual past cases. I mean, the goal is just to describe, you know, what's likely to unfold, right? So in other words, if, if not many of the case types that you want to promote have concluded, consider explaining how you would handle relevant, re relevant cases discussed in the news or, you know, commonly occurring hypotheticals. The key is to explain what's likely to unfold with a case type that really matches a fact pattern that you want to handle, a type of case that you want to handle. Yeah, um, I mean, so the video that you just showed before, right? So it was a slip and fall situation for a PI firm. And so, um, you know, many PI firms don't love slip and fall cases, but, but that particular slip and fall definition was somebody who fell, broke their hip because of a negligently cared for floor, right? And so that type of case can be very, well, first of all, the person who falls really needs good representation because otherwise they're gonna get likely get taken advantage of. So this is what the PI attorney is there for. And secondly, that's a good case for the firm. And so, and so, you know, when you, it didn't have to be his case, you could have told that story in general and it would have been accurate. And you could have still, you know, invoked the same feeling because you described what somebody else just went through. And if somebody's searching about a, you know, I just fell in Walmart, whatever, fill in the blank, uh, and, and I broke my hip, what do I do? And those types of long-term searches exist. Your video is possibly going to rank in your geographic area for that search. And they're going to feel as if you were talking directly to them about what they're going through. Right. And, and, you know, you're still giving that insight into what it's like to work with you directly and what it, what, you know, the, the whole process will look like, what it will look like when you really remove that burden from their shoulders. Yeah. Um, and actually, I, I know a criminal lawyer who explains how we would handle charges resulting from videotaped police searches and videotape arrests. So these aren't cases that he's actually handled. They're just video that he has access to. And he has a really popular YouTube channel. So, um, you know, certainly that not having the past cases, that's no excuse. <laughs> you know, you can still you can really still take advantage of, of this highly uh, effective type of video. Okay, so another another type of video, explain what brought you to the law. This is another great use of video. So 
you know, who are you as an attorney? Who are you as a person? Endear yourself to prospects by really kind of detailing how you got into your area of practice, what attracted you to the law in the first place. You know, what's your kind of passion for helping clients, some of the mission behind the work that you're doing, your story, right? Tell, tell your story. And your prospects certainly want to know that their case will be handled by someone who cares. So I have a couple of good examples I want to show you here. And you know, these are just straight to camera. You know, you could shoot these really, really quickly. They don't require a lot of editing, but you know, it talks about the why. So I'll show you two examples. Uh, this first one is from uh, Mary Ellen O'Connor. She's an attorney from New York City. Uh, she practices primarily social security disability. Let me play a portion of it for you now. Hi, I'm Mary Ellen O'Connor from O'Connor Law PLLC. We're a firm in the Metro New York City area that represents disabled people as a result of a work-related injury or from other ailments. Many people often ask me what led me to the law and more particular, why I represent disabled people. I was a New York City school teacher and I saw that many of my students weren't receiving the educational experiences that they were entitled to because of their disabilities. Initially, I had gone Okay, right. So she's explaining, she's talking about her why, the mission behind the work that she does. Um, just for kind of a varying example, let's look at one more here. This is from uh, Stacy Barris. Hi, I'm Mary. Uh, this is from Stacey Barris. He's, uh, he really goes into, he really opens up about his past and, and tells his story. And, um, you know, I think you'll, you'll find it compelling. So let me, let me play a bit of this as well. I often have people ask me why I became a lawyer. And the reason I became a lawyer is back in 1996, my brother Kenny was killed in a motorcycle accident. He was in intensive care for about 10 days, but ultimately he didn't make it. So, you know, I mean, we don't have to play too much of that to understand kind of where that's going, right? So immediately you feel connected to Stacy. You feel, you know, the walls are, are coming down and there is that, it's just like a relationship, a friendship, right? So like any other relationship you have, you, that you kind of build it on trust. And if your prospects can kind of meet you before they actually talk to you, that's, that can be really, really powerful. Yeah, I mean, so the this this whole idea, I, I always refer to it as your origin story, right? And so I, it harkens back to the comic book days or the superhero days. Every superhero always, every every one of them has an origin story. The reason why Batman is my favorite superhero is because he was one of the only superheroes that does not was not born with his superpower gifts or was not bitten by a spider and was had super superhuman strength or whatever that he literally used his money and his time and his training to develop himself uh, into the character that he was. Now, he can't also be depicted a bit as a vigilante, so we got to be careful how much we, you know, uh, give credit to our heroes. But nonetheless, uh, the point is the origin story is told over and over and over again whenever movies are created or comics are created. And whenever you're doing marketing, that's really what we're doing. We're telling our stories. And one of the stories that has to be told you know, ad nauseum is your origin story, why it is you do what it is you do. And th there are some very compelling reasons for attorneys that for the reason that they do what they do. Now, not every attorney got into the practice area of law because of some background story, but many attorneys ended up enjoying the practice of law that they found themselves in because of the service that it offered. And they developed these stories while dealing with their, their clients. And so it, it was it's wonderful when you can hear a, an attorney 
as a small business owner, really put their heart out there and tell their origin story. Because as Kara said, this allows people to connect with you and their walls start falling down. And so telling your origin stories is something that should be done not only as a standalone, but in, in many ways, depending on the video you're telling, you're gonna to want to make sure you include your origin story along the way, even in a micro format. So people always, th th there's never a doubt why it is you do what it is you do. You agree with that, Cara? Yeah, absolutely. And and you're right, you really cannot get it out there enough. You know, of course, video is kind of the easiest way to do it, but um, you know, it it really is just the way to connect and and it's it's really the way to distinguish yourself for sure. Yeah. Uh, another, another really effective, highly effective way of using video, just providing helpful information, right? So visitors to your website, for instance, they may not be quite ready to book that consult, right? Maybe they're not quite ready to give you a call. They're gathering more information. They're looking to get some of their questions answered. So certainly in explaining sort of how specific types of cases would unfold, you certainly demonstrate your expertise, right? But you're also addressing the biggest question all prospects have what's the likely result in my case what's going to happen so you know the more you can really kind of use this type of video to to kind of you know answer that question but you can also use this type of video to welcome new clients in a way right you establish that critical first impression further educate them in the process and then you know avoid any I kind of ca call it, you know, buyer's remorse or new client remorse. You can follow up with automated educational materials and, and videos dripped out on a consistent basis. The idea is you want to fill that communication gap that can sometimes occur between retention and when that visible work is done, right? So even though you and your office, you're hard at work on their case, if they don't hear anything, if they're just, you know, if it's just crickets, unfortunately, they may assume that not a lot is going on. They don't understand the process. They don't understand what to be expected of you and what will be expected of them as well. So uh, using this type of video to educate, you know, certainly answer, you know, that question of, you know, what, what's likely to happen, how will things unfold, not only great for prospects, but certainly good on an ongoing basis for, for those new clients. Yeah, so I would uh, plus one on that. So two things that you said there. First, that you really touched on this concept of uh, skimmers and divers, right? Th this is this idea that not every prospect is ready right now to schedule an appointment. And, and almost all attorneys have the same call to action, which is book an appointment, free consultation or paid consultation. It doesn't matter. And not every prospect is ready, but they are willing to consume information if they're a skimmer. And so when you put information out there that helps educate them as to what it is they can expect, they start to feel more comfortable about what they're walking into, and they start to build a relationship with you through video. Secondarily, um, you, you also have the opportunity to communicate, as you said, with your clients. Uh, and if you just look at the life cycle of a case, Car, as you said very well, there are oftentimes in a case where your clients don't hear from them, you know, their clients don't hear from them. And so there, there's this silence. And, and so, it, you know, the clients oftentimes think nothing's going on. This is very common in contingency-based cases, but it's common in all cases. And so when you can map out the lifestyle, life cycle of the case, and then you can pick those milestones in which, you know, what you're passing through at this moment, or even trigger milestones to happen from inside of the firm through a CRM, you can actually push these educational videos out to 
to your clients so that they feel like they they feel like they're watching you do something, even though this might be at a time in the case that not a lot is happening, but they're still hearing from you. And we're being proactive with our communication in a way that builds a relationship and gives them an education. It's just a, a fantastic tool. I, I love that idea. I think you were going to show a video and I interrupted you. Yeah, yeah, I will. But but you're right, Rich. It's it's automating that communication too, right? Because you don't want to, uh, you know, take time away from from progressing in working on their case, right? So if you just set up these automated sequences one time, take a little bit of work, but you know, you set it up one time, you can use these for years and years with maybe some minor tweaks, if that. So you know, the idea isn't to you know take your pull your time away from pressing client matters to you know fill these communication gaps. It's let's you know automate, bring a system to this so that you know, without any additional action on your end or, or anyone in your firm, you know, you're really filling, filling that gap. And uh, last thing I'll say before I, I show the video is what, what Rich, you know, alluded to on the sort of skimmers, right? Like that can be the lowest hanging fruit. Those visitors to your site who, you know, they, they just, even they inquired in one way or another, and then they didn't sign up right away, right? That can be the biggest opportunity. Let's take advantage. Let's show them video. Let's enter them into a drip series so that, you know, they're your top of mind and you're helping them, you're educating them. Yeah. Um, most law firms don't know that, you know, uh, the best law firms, those who win, 60% um, of their new client cases will come from people who originally said no. Yeah. No, I don't want to set an appointment right now. No, I don't want to show up. No, I don't want to retain the firm right now. The firms who win at a very high level, who have wildly profitable firms, are firms that uh, understand how to convert the unconverted lead. Now, there's lots of tools to do that, but one of the arrows in the quiver that you should have as a small business owner is videos that is dripped out automated. And once you create it once, it's done, and you can set it up in an automated format so it is repeated over and over again, and you're constantly communicating with your unconverted leads. It's one of the most untapped areas of opportunity for small law firms, oftentimes because they feel they don't have the time, but if they just knew the power to be able to create this video once and let it be a tool that's out there forever, they would, they would do more of it. Yeah, I, I really couldn't agree more. And if you're not following up, you better believe someone else is. So, you know, it, they're going to take that client right from under your, you know, under your nose. So I, if there's, yeah, I, I couldn't agree with, with Rich more on that one. So let me show you this video. It's from Albuquerque uh, bankruptcy attorney, uh, Chris Gatton. Uh, I'll show you a, a bit of it now. Did you know that if most of your debts are not consumer debts, you may be eligible for chapter seven, regardless of your income. I'm Chris Gatton, a bankruptcy attorney at Giddens and Gatton Law, located in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and practicing throughout the state. And I'd like to talk to you about a past case of mine where we kept an individual with high income in Chapter 7. A former client of mine was a radiologist with very substantial income. His bankruptcy schedule showed that he earned over $18,000 per month in net income after paying his expenses. He owned a radiology business that contracted with local hospitals. Okay, so, and if, if you want, I can, I'm happy to send all these samples to Rich and he can get them to you guys too, so you can watch the full, but, you know, just want to kind of give you inspiration so that you can kind of go out and, and do some of this on your own. Did you know that if most... Uh, okay, so obviously, you know, all of the other videos we talked about, you know, kind of take us to maybe the most obvious use of videos to answer common questions. I mean, I think that 
is, you know, just a, a natural, you know, highly effective way of continually kind of adding new content, fresh content. So display your knowledge, display your willingness to help by offering a collection of FAQ frequently asked question videos, which certainly provide helpful information, build familiarity, build trust. And these videos address questions that are regularly asked by prospects and new clients. And, and like the past case videos we talked about, certainly the FAQ videos demonstrate your expertise. They provide the helpful information that we're talking about. And you know, think about prospects who are you know, a little bit earlier in their maybe investigation of you know, the investigation process, not yet ready to select a lawyer. They have many common questions. Do I have a case, right? What happens next? Can I handle this myself? What might go wrong? This, you know, these are all great, great questions to answer through video. And I'll, I'll actually uh, provide some specific kind of specialty specific examples too, to get you started. But, you know, uh, Rich sort of alluded to this earlier, you know, it, it's usually prospects at this phase, they're usually searching on Google to answer their questions, right? So you can attract them as well as certainly display your knowledge, display your willingness to help by offering a collection of videos which answer these questions. They're looking for answers to these questions. And you know, by, by doing this, you won't have to verbally answer the same questions over and over again or quite as often, right? Prospects come to you better educated about you know, perhaps what lies ahead. And certainly the prospects who contact you, they're, they're of higher quality. They've gone through kind of more screens uh, than, than uh, the, the average prospect. So examples, you, you know better than anyone the common questions you get from prospects and clients, right? I always, I always recommend sit down, take a few minutes, jot down a list, and you'll have a bunch of video content ideas from that list. We provide video scripts for many prospect questions. So I wanted to share some of those to give you inspiration, get you going. Um, so I'll just read through a few of these. You can see them on the screen, but bankruptcy, is my situation bad enough to file bankruptcy? Answer that question. Can bankruptcy save my home? Will bankruptcy harm my career? If you're practicing in business litigation, maybe you know when is a party excused from its contractual obligations? What are the common defenses of breach of contract? Let's look at some other examples. Criminal defense, uh, can you get the evidence against me thrown out? How can I get an arrest or conviction off my record? If you're practicing in estate planning, do I need an attorney to draft my estate plan? What else is needed besides a will? How do I protect my estate plan from a disappointed beneficiary? Let's look at a couple more. Uh, family law. Should I tell my spouse I'm planning a divorce? How can I minimize the harm to my children? You can see these examples on the, on the slide. Uh, injury, how do I pay my medical bills? How do jurors evaluate auto accidents? Social security disability, am I likely to qualify for benefits? What is a hearing like? So I hope this gives you kind of the flavor of the videos that I'm talking about. Certainly, you know, swipe these questions if they're relevant. But like I said, just start by answering the questions you hear the most often. Keep your answers direct, keep them practical, use plain language, and try to answer only one question per video. So one question, one video, just like what we were talking about with one past case, one video. So whether your answer takes one minute or five minutes, you know, just keep keep it to you know one single answer. Um, I, I try to guide the attorneys that we work with to kind of avoid sort of wishy-washy, it depends answers, right? So where necessary, you could provide ranges where it's difficult to be specific, but um, 
you know, again, try and be as direct as you can. And, um, you know, certainly, you know, speak in as plain English as, as you can. Uh, let's look at here's an estate uh, planning attorney, Will Stafford, answering a common question he gets from clients. Uh, and, then, and then we'll move on. I'll play uh, a brief uh, portion of this for you. One of the things clients ask me all the time is, can I just make a handwritten will? And the simple answer is, yes, you can. Handwritten wills are called holographic wills, and they're valid at Texas and pretty much every other state in the United States. Okay, right. So again, these are pretty straightforward. They can be, they're really social media friendly, which I'll talk about in a moment. They can be just really punchy, you know, nuggets, uh, again, you know, 30 seconds, sometimes a minute, um, keeping these short, I think is smart. One of the things uh, okay, so reducing calls from unqualified leads. Rich and I were talking about this a bit uh, earlier, right? It's video is a wonderful way to screen out, you know, frankly, really kind of protect your calendar and screen out those kind of unqualified prospects. And teaching prospects to sort of evaluate their legal situation the same way that you would evaluate them, that's time well spent, right? And videos are certainly a good way of, of accomplishing this task. And use videos to describe who you've represented in the past, and then to briefly explain sort of the minimum thresholds required for you to accept a case. So these minimums, they'll certainly convey that you're selective and who you represent. And, you know, believe it or not, that exclusivity will actually increase the desire for your services. So don't be afraid to, you know, what I call do a little bit of deselling, actually, right? So you want to be as targeted, you want to talk, you know, as, as, uh, as targeted as you can to your prospects, so that they know, you know, the type of case that that you can that you accept and that, and that, you know, you can really help with. I put some uh, quick examples on the on the slide. Bankruptcy, is it time for me to file? These are good sort of qualifying questions. Business litigation, do I have a winning breach of contract claim? Estate planning, do I need an attorney to draft my estate plan? Family law, should I retain an attorney for my divorce? Injury, do I have a case? Disability, will I qualify for benefits? So these are just, again, um, you know, some ideas to kind of kind of get you going. We, we had a couple of questions on logistics. I don't know if you have time to answer oh, them yeah, all. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, so yeah. Jody uh, asked, um, is, would it be good to have somebody acting as a client? So, so more of a, you know, doing an interview style and you have be a professional amateur actor or actress um, acting as the client and asking the questions. And, and I, I don't have a problem with it necessarily. Um, I would just say, you know, um, in the beginning, keep it simple, right? So it's always harder, you know, they think about scheduling and getting it together. In the beginning, it's just really hard to manage this process as you start doing this, let alone having to add another person in. I, I would tell you that get the basics done first, and then later you can re go back and redo those same questions, but do it in interview style, which gives you the ability to have new content. Do, do you like that idea, Car? or do you have a yeah. different thought on that? No, I think that's spot on. I would, I would definitely deliver the same advice because as you'll see what we're about to cover, starting is sometimes that biggest hurdle, right? And you want to remove any friction, any you know, potential obstacle, you know, getting dedicating your own time is going to be hard enough, right? So to, you know, pull someone else in, maybe potentially pulling them away from, you know, other critical work, just start, start simple as Rich recommends. Um, if you have uh, perhaps some more, uh, maybe a more complex past case that you're, that you're looking to review, that could be a nice kind of comfortable way of, um, 
you know, almost role playing, right? So you could have your paralegal, you know, asking you specific questions that, you know, would kind of unfold um, into, you know, more of a natural conversation. We sometimes will shoot some kind of intake style videos in this way, meaning what, show me what it will be like, you know, on my first meeting with the attorney, what will that be like? And, you know, we'll have someone role play as, as that new client and you can see the attorney interacting, you know, with that, uh, with, with that new client. But I think that's a little bit more advanced. I would not recommend starting with that. Um, I, I agree. Yeah. And then the, uh, Michael, I saw your question. I'm going to, I'm going to put it in the parking lot because I think Cara is going to answer some of that about how to, where to use the videos and how to do it. And if she doesn't, we can get to it at the end. And, and, um, and Stephen and Michael were talking about some audio issues and, and we'll, we'll talk more about that. I think we'll get into it as we get into the logistics. So Carl, I'll let you keep going. Okay, great. Um, again, you know, just how to begin, pull out your phone, sit in front of your computer, hit record, don't overthink it, right? Um, we can kind of move on because I want to talk about some of the, the, pro, the primary promotional channels. So let's switch gears a little bit let's get some eyeballs on these videos, right? So your primary promotion channels for your videos, certainly your website, social media, as we talked about, emails, and of course, YouTube. Creating a steady flow of videos, it's most of the work, of course, but you still need to publish, you still need to promote these videos. We need eyeballs on these videos. So I always suggest to focus on the creation of the videos. And if you can, delegate the posting and delegate the, the promotion if there's someone you know, available in your office. I mean, after all, you are the only one who can create the videos, right? But anyone, a freelancer, a staff member can post them and, and kind of uh, keep up with, with that side of it. Yeah, so just, just to, uh, as, a, as an aside, um, your goal, when you're doing this is to not create traffic. There, you're, you're, there's no such thing as creating traffic. Traffic already exists, right? So it, it exists via search. It, it exists in channels where your target market already are and they're already watching. Your job is just to find those traffic, whether that is that traffic from your own house list and emails, unconverted leads, client list, whether it's traffic to your website, traffic to your YouTube channel, traffic through social media, or traffic on other people's platforms where your target market already exists and place your video there. We're not trying to generate traffic. We're trying to take our video and put it in the middle of the stream of traffic so that somebody who's curious stops and watches it because that's what's going on for them in their life. Do you agree with that? Exactly, yep. Yep, that's that's critical to remember, right? I mean, that we're, we're really creating scroll stopping content, right? You know, when there's just so content on social media is so fleeting, it's, it, we're inundated with it. You know, what can we do to stop that scroll and just, you know, get the attention of a prospect for, for a few seconds that then, you know, we're able, that's kind of the top of the funnel. And then we're able to kind of filter them through. Um, I'll, I'll kind of breeze through this a bit, but tips for increasing viewership, you know, as with books or, or movies, the cover, you know, can, can determine whether a reader or a viewer will actually take a closer look. So think about the headline, you know, write a headline directed at the, the prospect's interest. Again, this is, you know, you can really kind of figure this out with popular search terms. I, I included some examples here. Do I have a winning case? Is your appeal likely to succeed? How to reduce the chaos in your divorce? But regardless of where you 
you post your videos, attracting viewers, of course, remains important. It remains critical. So remember, engaging for a slide, design an attractive cover if you can, use a compelling sort of benefit-oriented headline, add supporting bullets if you have that, those resources. Um, but also, you know, if, if you can, consider putting your targeted keyword in the video's title, use other relevant keywords in the meta description, even consider providing a transcript so that Google can actually crawl and you can take advantage of this content. So I certainly won't get too deep into the kind of the search optimization side of it, but there are some super basic things you can do to, to just increase uh, that viewership as well. Yeah, I, I call this like, so two things, one clickbait, right? So if, if you if you look at, if you go to your iPhone or whatever phone you have and you, you go to the news section, uh, you know, all those headlines are designed to get you to click, right? And, and, and your phone quickly figures out which news you actually pay attention to and they send you more of it. And they, they, they professionals write these headlines. And so to, to Cara's point, I mean, you have to realize that what you're competing for is the eyeballs and, and other people are competing for those eyeballs too. And they're writing really good content to grab their attention. Secondarily, when you're in your video, so many uh, attorneys, I find they bury their lead, right? And what I mean by that is they start with, hi, my name is Richard James. And while there are times for that, uh, more importantly, what we want to do is start with the headline, right? And to grab their attention. So if you ever watch the news, uh, you know, back in the day, if you watch the old school newscasters, they didn't, have, they never introduced themselves first. They started with the headline of the night and they said, and you know, I'm so-and-so with ABC News. And so you really want to think about this when you're crafting your script. And this is what Cara's team helps you with is to how to not bury your lead. So clickbait and not burying your lead, burying your lead will help you get more viewership and more attention on that video that you create. Yeah, put that value, put that interesting nugget right up at the top, you know, and, and maybe it takes five seconds, right? And then you kind of get into some of the, some of the, you know, more substantive content, but, but absolutely that is the name of the game. You have to, you have to get that attention. Uh, website, your website needs videos. I think if you've uh, taken anything from this presentation, I'm sure you'll you'll realize I feel strongly about that. But videos, they're they're more effective at building trust, distinguishing you from the competition than anything else you can place on your website. So they're really a wonderful addition. Videos have become mandatory, in my opinion, to your legal website. You know, with most website views happening on mobile devices, right? Happening on your phone, videos have become the more effective form of communication. Mobile visitors, they're simply less likely to read, you know, kind of lengthy text on their phone, but they'll certainly watch videos. I mean, just like I'm sure similar to, you know, your, your phone habits, right? So we suggest, uh, do you have a case video for kind of the top of your website? That content will qualify your leads as well as certainly demonstrate your expertise, build trust, distinguish yourself. So do you have a case? That's a really great kind of first video to, to, to record and to spotlight. And then after that, kind of that, that broad scope video, we recommend a, a collection of tightly focused videos on the past cases with, with you know, varying fact patterns like we talked about. So your goal here is to match one of the prospects situation you know, with, with, with your video. Um, also, I'll, I'll just mention briefly, past client video testimonials are super compelling on your website as well. Uh, written testimonials are great, but there's nothing like uh, you know, getting that, that true, you know, genuine, authentic, account from a past client through video. Um, I often am asked by attorneys, well, how do you collect it? Because really obtaining past client video testimonials can be 
uh, a challenge, even though they're happy, you know, they're, they're satisfied with your service. It may require some nudging, uh, uh, but again, utilizing Zoom to do this is a wonderful tool. We act, that's how we actually collect videos for James, uh, testimonial videos for James Publishing. It, we've been highly successful at, you know, really just who, who's a recent past client who you think would make for a quality video testimonial, email them, give them a call, ask to jump on a five minute Zoom, ask them some direct questions to pull out a nice positive video testimonial that can be like marketing gold on your website and certainly on social media. So uh, also think about video testimonials for your website as well. Uh, emails, video links have higher open rates and click through rates when uh, it comes to video. So if you put video colon, you know, uh, a subject line in, in that headline, open rates will climb, unsubscribe rates will certainly decline, but click through rates will, will also considerably increase. So um, really, I, I highly encourage you to use these videos in your emails. So most of the emails in your auto sent prospect nurturing series we were talking about should be peppered with these videos. Welcome letters to new clients should include videos. Digital newsletters sent to past clients. Put, uh, put a nice video in your, uh, in your email signature line. So there are so many ways to use these videos once you have them produced. So, you know, don't think that you just create a video once and, and you put it out there and it just kind of, you know, sits and, and dies. There's lots of ways to repurpose this content. And, you know, using a video, your video instead of the email, the text of the email can actually communicate the bulk of the information that you want to convey, right? We actually love using Loom for this type of one-to-one -one video. Someone I think mentioned Loom. That's a great way to kind of create one-to-one uh, uh, videos, it's a, it's a free tool, but creating them can, can be simpler and faster than writing a lengthy email when, when you're talking about that too. Okay, moving along. Social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Um, videos are really tailor-made for social media. Facebook and Instagram specifically are highly prioritizing video over any other content, meaning you are much more likely, they are much more likely to display your video content than anything else, than anything written, than anything that you're linking to. So keep that in mind. If you're taking the time to create these videos, you should also just be sharing them on social media. Certainly over time, that helps with branding. It helps with, um, you know, even organic search over time, um, but it, it can also, uh, you know, be the key to kind of setting you apart. I could, I could have a whole session on social media, but we'll, <laughs> we'll continue. Uh, and of course, yeah, I, that's a, that's a very deep topic, right? At the yeah, end of the day, we know it needs to be done, yeah. but the process about how to go about getting it done is an, another conversation altogether. Stage one is let's get the video made. Stage two is, okay, let's start talking about building a system, but putting this, this material out there on social media regularly. Um, oftentimes, uh, no, all, all the time, I advise attorneys that they either have to have somebody else in their office do it for them, or, or better, they have to hire a company that can help them facilitate this. This is not putting, posting the videos out there on your social media platforms is not your highest and best use. Your highest and best use is creating the content to let other people or third parties like James Publishing and Carb Prior put the videos out there for you so they can go to work for you. 
Yeah, and uh, Rich, this is the last piece of kind of promotional advice I'll give. I'd certainly be remiss if I didn't talk about YouTube, right? If you're going to regularly produce video content, which we, of course, highly recommend, definitely add a YouTube channel if you don't have one. YouTube is second only to Google in search volume, right? So think about that. It's second only to Google in search volume. So it's the most logical home sort of outside your website for your videos. And since you're likely to host your website's videos on YouTube anyway, it just makes sense to have your own YouTube channel that you can publicize as well. Ideally, you'll get on a regular kind of video public publishing schedule, right? So that you can ask viewers to subscribe to your channel. They can be notified when new videos are produced and when new content is available. But certainly, uh, you know, YouTube is, is a no brainer uh, when you're when you're producing videos as well. Cool. So, um, I was just gonna I was just gonna say, I mean, but but it, it managing it is a strategy all on its own. Now, I don't know if you want to, I also want to talk about a little bit about managing the actual production of the video, but I, I don't want to get ahead of myself. We've got about five-ish minutes left. I want to let you get through whatever you want to get through. Maybe I'll save that question till the end. Yeah, no, I think that's actually a good time for it, Rich. I, I pretty much got through, you know, but you make a good point that, you know, I really kind of skimmed the surface with some of these promotional channels. I mean, social media, YouTube itself, you know, they're really, you. we could go deep into each of those individually, right? So, um, you know, maybe we can talk more uh, in depth about, you know, specifics there, Rich, certainly. Well, you know, look, so my, my, my oldest son, one of his main businesses prior to him and I going into business together was his YouTube channel. He's got almost 90,000 subs. Um, and, you know, there's an entire science between making sure you're getting video posted regularly and correct to YouTube. And, and he, what, one of the things he talks about is, you know, it used to be, there was this time where in the beginning videos were really ratty and not done very well. And then there was this time when YouTube started getting very high production value and almost looked, you know, Hollywood like produced. And, and what he's found is people are really gravitating towards the more, wholesome, uh, you know, not homemade, but done well, but yet not done with massive production uh, price to get videos done, to get content out there that people just relate to it more, even making videos right on your phone. So I, I want to talk about like how to do it because you and I were talking about this earlier, which is um, if you won't mind, leave your screen up there for how they can get a hold oh, of you. That'd sure. be great. Oh, yeah. um, so so um, if people are going to block out their, their time, like if somebody's going to do this, right? I don't want, I'm a big proponent of time blocking and, and I don't want to create an environment where their freedom is stolen. Cause if you're not careful with this, okay. Warning, if you're not careful with this, this can start to feel like another job, right? And, and, it, and it can start to steal time from you if you don't do it in a structured way. So I'm a time blocker, right? So for me, it's, if you've got a great video idea, keep a pad somewhere or something on your phone where you keep notes and, and just start marking down the ideas that you have for videos and, and then time block out some time to actually go and create those videos all in one big step and then have somebody else edit them for you. Is, is that kind of how you run it with your clients as well? Yeah, yeah, exactly, Rich. So chunking out time is super important. Batch recording is super important. So uh, it's funny, you know, I hear from our subscribers all the time, the, the attorneys that we're helping record videos on a regular basis, that so much of the value of being part of our program is just that accountability of showing up every month. So what we do, just this will help you with, with answering that question, is we'll schedule 
one single 30 minute monthly Zoom shoot with our subscribers. So ideally this is a standing meeting. The third Friday of every month at 10 o'clock, you know that's when you're you know, blocking out your time to dedicate to just you know recording this raw footage and then you know batch really batching that out and what we do is we record for 30 minutes and we use all of that we collect all the footage we need during that short 30 minute shoot to then deliver in our case four videos a month but that's a it's a really great way to do it. it's almost i mean it's critical really otherwise you're not going to be able to uh stick with this i hear all the time many of the subscribers that sign with us say i've tried to do video i tried to do video in the past it worked for a little while i got pulled away and you know just like anything else right so creating a system just putting some basic kind of accountability in place will will go will go a long way well i mean look i i do video we make video all the time right so i'm all almost always in front of a camera and and so i can tell you what it takes right so first you have to have the idea of what it is you're going to shoot and it takes time to create those ideas and creative spirit doesn't i mean i I do it a lot so I can do it kind of quickly, but for most people, they actually need to stop and think about what they want to say and they need to create out at least a rough script or they actually want to put something up with a little teleprompter or things like that where they can actually um, pay, you know, stay on pace. So now, so now we got to get the ideas, we got to get the content, we got to write the script, we got to prepare for it. And, and then after you go ahead and record it, you got to understand how to record properly with using the right audio and the right video to make sure it's got, it's clean. And, and then when you do your blurbs or you say your ums or your, or your skips, or your misses, you don't want to feel like you have to start over every time. You want to be able to have an editor who can actually do it for you. So then you have to take the video and you got to give it to an editor and then the editor's got to give it back to you and they've got to figure out what B-roll you want or what pictures you want to support it and they got to figure out what kind of headlines you want and then after it's all done then they got to figure out okay what kind of thumbnails do you want and and to make the video pop out so when somebody sees it it looks attractive and then and then from there we got to figure out okay where are we going to post it and how are we going to schedule it and how are we going to fold it into our serum and you you like all of these things are listed out and so yeah doing it yourself can be done but you know we got a time block out time to create and then we have to time block out time to record. And then we have to time block out time to edit. Whereas you, if you hire a third party, you don't have to do any of that. Like they schedule a call. They've already provided you with the scripts in advance that you, you know what you're going to talk about. Cars team records it for you with you on, you know, the on, on using Zoom or whatever platform you're using. And they make sure your audio is good. They make sure your video is good. They make sure your lighting is good. They make sure your hair, well, not in my case, but your hair is combed the right way, that you're wearing the right thing. You don't have any lettuce in your teeth and all that stuff. And, and then they're just taking it and they're doing all the work. They're adding the B-roll. They're editing it. They're taking out the ums. They're making it professional. They're adding the thumbnails. They're adding all of the text that needs to be there. They're doing all of the things that need to be done. And then they're taking it and they're making sure that it works with your website and it works with your social media and they chop it up so you can you can help you take your person who manages your CRM and put it into your CRM and your autoresponder and they talk to you about ideas about how to use this to further facilitate referral build development programs and and on and on and on whereas if you don't have a partner doing this I mean it's just it's time blocking is one thing and so the reason why attorneys fail small business owners in general fail but attorneys mostly fail because attorney running a business is hard running a law firm is even harder because you know usually if you stop the business stops and and so you need a partner because if you don't have a partner you'll do this maybe for a month maybe you'll do it for two months maybe you'll do it for six months 
months. But likely at some point, you're going to stop and you're going to fail because all of the workload is going to build up and you're not going to accomplish it. And so when you've got a partner to work with you, now all of a sudden, everything gets done on time, on schedule, and all you got to do is show up and be the rock star. And you're and, and in the beginning, you might not be the best rock star, right? In the beginning, you're, you're, you know, you're not the Rolling Stones, right? You're not Mick Jagger. But, but like your 50th video in, you're so much better than you were in the first video, but it doesn't matter because somebody walked alongside you to make sure it put it all together and made the first one look good, even as the, the even almost as good as the last one looked like, because they have all the power to edit it and do a really great job. So again, yes, you want to time block this and you can do it yourself, but don't underestimate the enormity of the task. Now, if you're small and you don't have the revenues to support a vendor to help you, I get it. By all means, you got to put in the sweat. You got to, you got to make a living from nine to five and a fortune from five to nine. But if you've got revenues moving in the right direction, you've got a budget for marketing and, and you, this is something you understand the importance of. You want a partner to come alongside you to take care of all of the heavy lifting. And all you got to do is do what you're really, really good at. And that's just being you. I didn't mean, this isn't supposed to be a pitch for Cara and her team, but I don't know if you can tell, I'm pretty passionate about this. I believe you need to do it. I also know how hard it is to do, and you really need a team who understands how to do it to execute it for you. It's insane to try to do this yourself. Fair enough, Cara? Well, I certainly appreciate that. And, and you know, I, I agree because so much of it is that, you know, if you could just show up and we handle everything else, I mean, that was kind of impetus behind, you know, us really kind of creating this. And I tell you, so many of our subscribers say, I tried it and I just, you know, lasted a month. I lasted six months, you know, max. But, you, you know, if you don't have that support, it's really hard. And we provide whatever level of support you need, meaning full scripts where you're reading word by word by word or high level bulleted talking points that give you a little bit more room just topics, if that's all you need, prompts. So whatever level of support you need, we provide. And then we coach you through, like, like Rich says, you know, we're trying to get the highest quality raw footage that we can. We're making sure your background looks good. We're making sure that you sound okay. There's, you know, things that we can do kind of post-production, but, you know, certainly there's a lot that goes into it. The more confident you get, most of our attorneys start with, you know, reading a line by line and by, you know, the third month, they're, you know, feeling uh, a little bit more confident. They're showing their voice, right? And they're really able to, uh, you know, showcase their personality a little bit more. Um, so, so all of it just, that's why I say, just start, just do it. It might be uncomfortable. You might fumble through it for a while, but you'll get better just like anything else. It'll become more comfortable. And then, you know, it might even be fun, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, it might even be fun. All right, listen, we're a couple minutes over. Thanks so much, everybody, for participating today. If you're listening to this on our podcast, uh, please be sure to like, you know, comment, share, all those things you're supposed to do. You know what you're supposed to do by now. Go ahead and do that so that we can continue to get the word out about the importance of using video in your marketing. If you want to reach out to Car Pryor, Car, why don't you tell them your phone number and your email address so we have it on audio as well. Yeah, great. Thanks, Rich. Uh, my direct line is 714-434-5926. Feel free to email me at kprior, K-P-R-I-O-R at jamespublishing.com. 
Thank you so much. I appreciate your time and sharing with everybody today, Carl. We did a pretty good job of, of cramming so much of, you know, probably a, a full day's seminar worth of information into bite-sized pieces into this hour-long uh, podcast or web, webcast that we did together today. And I really appreciate you and what you do for our members and what you do for your clients and, and, and the relationship we've had through the years. So thank you so much for being there for us and for sharing your time today. Likewise, it was an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Rich. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. It. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you learned something about a system that you could put into your law firm so you can build that law firm that supports your lifestyle rather than undermine your lifestyle. I hope that you feel like you're part of our community we call Entrepreneurial Attorney Nation. If you'd like to learn more about what we do around here, the best way to get started is to go ahead and go to our website, therichardjames.com. That's therichardjames.com and request a free copy of one of our books so that you can take the next step in learning how we can help you build your practice better one system at a time.